bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy Today. Years ago, I had a television program, It's Your Health. I also have a radio show currently, It's Your Health. And I got to interview some fantastic people in the field. I went to New York City. It was so exciting. I had so much fun. And one of my favorite moments from that taping and from that show was when I got to meet Carol Ward. And I still remember at the end when I put my arm around her and I'm like, Carol, can you move in with me? <laughs> anyway, it's been way too long since I've had Carol on any of my shows and I'm thrilled thrilled to have her back. Carol Ward, L Ward, excuse me, LCSW is a confidence expert and coach, licensed psychotherapist and award-winning speaker. She's the author of Worried Sick, Break Free from Chronic Worry to Achieve Mental and Physical Health and Find Your Inner Voice Using Instinct and Intuition Through the Body-Mind Connection. She's also a TEDx speaker. She's just all around fantastic. Today, we're going to talk about tapping into your inner confidence. Carol, hello. Oh, Lisa, it's great to be here. You know, I remember us shooting your television show on the streets of New York City. It was fantastic. I still see the clips on YouTube. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> you know, I have to laugh because the, I, you know, if you go on iTunes and you look at my uh, reviews, they're all positive except for one. And this guy's like, I, I love the guest, but I can't stand the host. She's always asking people to move next door. <laughs> Uh, not always, by the way. I think I did that twice, Carol. Just to let you know, if you ever check those, you are you are very special. But my daughter still asks after all these years to watch that. She's like, I love that. She's like, why didn't Carol come and see us? So we'll have to talk about that after the show. Aww. All right, Carol. So you are just such a gem and you have done such incredible work. Today, we're going to be talking about tapping into inner confidence. You know, I, I talk to a lot of people who say they don't even have confidence at all. So how do they tap into something they don't feel like they have? You know, I hear that all the time. In fact, it is one of the most Googled words, confidence, mm. how to get it, how to achieve yeah. it. And I think that people struggle with it because they have this idea of what confidence should be. And it usually is this larger than life image they have of a person who walks into a room or commands a stage and just exudes all this energy. But what I have found is that once people realize that they can be confident from their own personality, from their own style of communicating or interacting with others, then they start to realize that they could achieve confidence on their own terms. I like that because it can be hard, especially, you know, depending on your background, different life experiences, you get knocked down, you got to get back up. And Sometimes people just feel like they don't fit in or they're different and finding that inner confidence can be tough. So I like what you said about that. I think if we can look at the, the, the strengths that we have and focus on them instead of our weaknesses, that would go a long way. I agree. And that's actually what I focus on with people quite a bit and have them slow down and start to realize that they've done a lot in life. People tend to diminish themselves or compare themselves. We know that expression, Lisa, compare and despair, uh, compare mm -hmm. themselves to other people. And I'll say to someone, do you realize how much energy it takes to raise a child or go back to school or look for a job or to care for parents? And people tend to go, oh, yeah, yeah, but everybody does that. I'm like, well, not everybody does that. And not everybody has achieved what you have achieved. So let's focus on you and have you start to 
acknowledge all of these steps you've taken toward creating this life. And that doesn't mean, I always say to people, that doesn't mean you can't have future goals. It's okay to want to strive for other things. But one of the, the first things I have people focus on is, what have you co- accomplished up to date? And that can start filling in that hole of low self-esteem, which has a lot to do with a lack of confidence. You know, another thing I saw recently, uh, comparison is a thief of joy. And I thought that was so brilliant. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Really important to get the proper perspective on who you are and what you have to offer. Because I always, I always define inner confidence as the belief and acceptance of who you are and what you have to offer to the world or another person or another situation. But it is this belief and acceptance. I think those are two important pillars to inner confidence. And I like what you mentioned earlier about, oh, well, I'm just a mom. Just a mom. Are you kidding me? That's incredibly hard. I'm a mom mm-hmm. and I'm not just a mom. <laughs> a mom. Yeah. And I, have a, and I have a child on the autism spectrum. It's hard, you know, and even if you don't, if you have a neurotypical kid, whatever it is, there's always challenges. There are always challenges in life. And I'm not sure what's causing it. I think, I think what I've observed in my practice over the years is there's a lot of external pressure from the world to be a certain way, to appear a certain way, even in social media. But as a coach and therapist, I know and have really seen firsthand that a lot of what's being put out, first of all, is not entirely accurate. And secondly, the pressure to put out a certain kind of image or energy can make people feel not so confident about themselves because it's always going to look like someone's living a larger life, a happier life, a fuller life. And it's very important to just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane and go toward the goals that you want, which is going to help you with your confidence. It really is. You know, I'm curious, Carol, were you practicing before this explosion of social media? Because I think it has really uh, been detrimental. I mean, I love it. <laughs> and because of the work I do, I have to be on it to talk about my book and the shows and the da da da. But I do worry and I definitely worry about uh, younger people and their obsession with it and, you know, what it's doing to our uh, comparing ourselves to others like we talked about. What have you seen? Because I think it's been really interesting to hear what shift you've seen since the boom or the explosion of social media. Well, the interesting thing was, so yes, I, I was in practice before social media really took off. And, you know, certainly there were things that you would read or look at mainly about celebrities that you would, you know, people who had self-esteem issues could compare themselves to. But now there is this, as I said, this pressure to put your life out online or your business out online. And yes, there are some definitely positives to putting your business online because people can find you and know what you're doing. But what I've seen is, it's really interesting, Lisa, often when people feel they're most vulnerable is when they go online and start to look at other people's lives. And that is Mm. a formula for disaster, because in a way, I've seen that why people do that is they're looking for connection, they're looking to be inspired, but instead, they end up going, wow, my life, as compared to anybody else's life, is really not that great, and it causes a depression. And the other thing that I'm noticing, and this is starting to trend psychologically, 
as you've seen former employees of Google and Facebook step forward and say, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that those companies have been doing. They've done a lot of great things as well to get people hooked into being on social media and getting hooked into getting the likes and the thumbs up. Oh, definitely. And I just read, isn't it true? I just read something today. I I don't want to misquote where I got it from, but a group of ex-employees from Google and Facebook are getting together to start an initiative to help with social media addiction. Really fast. Yeah, I believe it. It really is. I mean, I'm very upfront on the show. I have an issue with it. I really do. And my daughter's constantly like, mommy, put down your phone, put down your phone. And I do. And then all of a sudden, somehow I'm holding it again. (laughs) Wait, wait, how did that happen? Uh, But really on a serious note, but I do, I mean, she and I spend a ton of time together, like, you know, on the weekend, every Saturday is mommy daughter Saturday. And I do put my phone to the side for a bit, but I find that I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to the bathroom for a minute, hon. And I'm like, Greg, because I haven't seen it in a few hours and I want to know what do people think? And especially for someone like me, I grew up with very low self-esteem and very dysfunctional family and really felt neglected and alone and I was made fun of. And so I still, the social media thing, I think for, especially for someone like me, even though I, you might look at me like, oh, wow, she look, you know, not that I'm not having a happy life, but you know, it's, it's easy to fall into old patterns is what I'm trying to say. More with Lisa Davis coming up. Now, you know, a healthy lifestyle will always require some level of commitment. You have to make time for exercise, to de-stress, and of course, to eat right. That's why I love getting meal kit delivery from Sunbasket. With Sunbasket, it's easier to lead a healthy lifestyle because I know I've got healthy, delicious meals covered. Now, just in the last few weeks, I prepared Carrizo chili, Tuscan vegetable soup, two bean enchiladas, Saigon beef sliders, and just delivered right to my doorstep, Yucatan turkey chile verde, and roasted paprika chicken. And I can't stress this enough. Sunbasket features organic and clean ingredients, and each delicious, easy-to-prepare meal is ready in about 30 minutes, making healthy cooking easy and convenient for any busy lifestyle and for any dietary needs or preferences, including paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, and there's a family option too. Now, I get the meal kit, and yes, you get the veggies, you get the meat, you get the sauces, you get the spices. It's all in the kit, and I got to tell you, it's kind of fun too. So go to sunbasket.com slash talkhealthy to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash talkhealthy for $35 off sunbasket.com slash talk healthy and talk healthy today is brought to you by health iq an insurance company that helps health conscious people like runners cyclists weightlifters and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance that's pretty cool and i'm not kidding about this health iq can save you up to 33 percent because physically active people have a 56 percent lower risk of heart disease 20 percent lower risk of cancer and a 58 percent lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive and these savings are exclusive to health iq now you have to qualify by taking a health iq quiz or other lifestyle quizzes like the cycling iq or running iq quiz you can also get additional savings by submitting actual data such as race results and health iq doesn't just take this info and pass it on to an insurer they are with you every step of the way from interest to application through underwriting to the final policy enforcement 
This is really cool. Now, by being healthy, you not only live a better life, but you can now also pay less for insurance. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash talkhealthytoday, or just mention the promo code talkhealthytoday when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Once again, check this out. It's really cool. Just go to healthiq.com slash Healthy today. Now back to Lisa Davis. Many people with yeah. with successful careers or happy family lives fall into fall yeah. into it too. And I really have thought about it, Lisa. You know what I think it is besides the you know that approval thing that we all like when we put ourselves out there. I mean, there's a a vulnerability when we put our business and our expertise out. But I think people are looking for connection. I really do. I think people are looking to connect. You know, I'm in New York City and I ride, you know, the subways all the time and now everybody's on their phone. And there were times when that, you know, again, there were headphones at times, but people used to talk a lot more, even if it was casual conversation or observation and I wrote a I wrote an article for LinkedIn where I said I made a rule for myself that I would not be on my phone in a public elevator. And if anybody made eye contact with me, I would smile and then exchange a pleasantry to see what would happen. And I put that article up. And it's amazing when you're not the one on the phone and you're in an elevator with seven people and nobody looks at you. It's an interesting phenomenon to experience, and I recommend it to people. But then when I start to make eye contact and, oh, it's a nice day, or, or that's a great bag, or whatever, it actually lifted my spirits to have a brief connection with another person. Yeah, I think that's so important. One of the things, too, I noticed is, you know, when I was growing up and, you know, you would go to the doctor and there'd be people sitting in the doctor's office or the dentist's office or whatever appointment, people would kind of either look at magazines or maybe they would chat. And I took my daughter to the orthodontist uh, last month and everyone was on their phone except the woman next to me. And we kind of smiled at each other and we just started talking and we had this great conversation And it was so nice because, yeah, I don't really get to connect with people. I mean, I work from home. I get to talk to wonderful people like you on the phone, which I love. But then I go out in the world and it's kind of like, hello, (laughs) anybody want to (laughs) chat? Yeah. And it's a real, you know, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And it's also a missed opportunity for business. I've gotten Mm. referrals and cards from people just through in-person conversations. It's, it's, it's remembering and i it's it's a an experiment a challenge to your listeners to say hey for the next 3 days every time you're on an elevator put your phone to the side and if someone makes eye contact with you smile and ask them how their day is going again we don't want to interact with people we think are nutty but just see what happens <laughs> i again I, I have gotten business cards i've had uh, in my office building, someone said, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm a health person. I'm going to bring you down some free yogurt. It was hysterical, but that's the way oh, wow. that we interact and connect. And so that has a lot, again, that... to do, do with confidence. Yeah, I was about to say, that's going to help your confidence as well. And I think the more isolated we get, even though people say, oh, but we're connecting all the time, it's not the same, that face-to-face. You know, one thing that I do every day is, and they make fun of me, is I, I have a Whole Foods, like I'm two miles from the house, and 
I I don't make a huge shopping list usually because I like to go once a day because I know the people there and I can say, hey, Bob, hey, Sue, hey, Charlie, how's your kids? How, you know, and they're, you know, it's a nice way to get out. And they're like, Shouldn't you, you know, you just were here like yesterday. What do you do? Why don't you do shop big shopping? Like, why? Well, I, I like to come <laughs> in. I like to, <laughs> I like to shop. Right. That, that, that need to connect. And one of the, yeah. one of the first things I always say to people when they're trying to build confidence, you know, they're like, how do I start? What do I do? And, and I, I say to them, well, first of all, start using your powers of observation. Who, who strikes you as a person who has confidence, whether it's, whether it's out in public or it's in your community, your family, at work? Start to notice someone who you go, wow, that person really has confidence, and then say to yourself, what is it? Why do I think they do? And often, it is this ability to make a connection with another person to be able to make eye contact, to be able to ask another person how they're doing, that they're not afraid to do that. And then the second piece is really, really important, and this comes through healing self-esteem. They really know that they have a right to be in the room, that they, they accept themselves, and therefore they don't fear being rejected by another person. So... That is one of the first things that you can do to develop inner confidence is observe and then emulate and mimic and practice some of the things that you're observing in that person who has the confidence that you admire. So it can be a very, very easy first step to do that. And then the second thing I, I recommend is, just as we were talking about at the, at the beginning of the show, to sit down or to share it with another person all the personal and professional accomplishments that you've achieved over your life, whether it was, you know, they range going to school, getting out of an abusive relationship, having a child, you know, uh, taking on a hobby, learning to dance, all those things that we tend to go, yeah, 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 what's next? Take, take some time to fill in and feed that core belief within yourself. Really important. It really is. You know, it's also important for professional achievement. I think sometimes people feel like they are stuck in their job. And part of that might be they don't have enough confidence to, to take a risk and try something else. It's true. And again, small steps lead to big results. Sure. So let's say you, you know, I see this all the time when I'm, I, I do a lot of executive coaching and I'll, someone will say, you know, I don't know how to get my presence known in the office. And I always say, well, start small. You know, it's so simple. Start asking people or connecting to people how's their day, asking them to lunch. If you're a shy person, you have trouble speaking up in a meeting, go to your immediate supervisor or manager or VP, whatever it is, and say, I'd like to contribute more. Here's some of my ideas. Sometimes you can start one-on-one -on -one and then get more comfortable in a larger group, but people don't know that you may want more in your life until you let them know you want more in your life. And you can do it in these very, very incremental steps. And another thing I, I recommend, because you know me, Lisa, I'm the, I'm the body-mind person. I really love to combine oh, the yes. two together. I tell people to practice first in their home and then out in the world and then at work how a confident person would stand or sit, mm. and to really get a feeling of what it's like to sit upright, to stand tall, 
And again, practice it first on your own, and then practice it when you go into Starbucks, standing tall, and then practice it when you're in your job. And physicality informs mentality. How you physically Ooh, I like that. stand, sit, right? It, it just, it, you're, yeah. you feel better. You have more energy, more access. Your brain is more stimulated. So start physically. You feel better, and then you want to start taking smaller, specific risks. Oh, that is such a good idea. It does make a big difference. You know, when we started, we were talking about finding the confidence, something that you're good in. And, you know, it's funny. I mean, I got into health media after in, in graduate school. I got interested and I got my MPH. And to make a long story short, uh, you know, I had this idea for a show, a TV show. And I just had this this confidence in me because I knew that that was a strength that I had was doing health media. And so I just I bugged this guy, this <laughs> station manager. I should say bugged him. And there's like a, you know, that's me. Like I when I'm excited about something, I want it. But you have, you know, I mean, I once a month I check in and this and that. And he's like, OK, I'll give finally. He's like he watched my stuff that I had. And he's like, OK, I'll give you a season if it goes well. So I did it for a couple of years. And then unfortunately, the station was sold and this and that. But I, if it was something else that I didn't really feel that confident about, I wouldn't have gone after it. So I think that's my story is the point of that was to tap into that. And that's something where I know I can flourish and do really well. So it's really nice. And it's really, and what helps that that's really true. Sometimes we know exactly. We're like, Oh, I really want to do that. And sometimes we, we feel it and we go, I really want to do that, but it's a much softer voice and there's a lot of fear around it. So one thing is to write it out. And the next thing is, Share it with people who are in your corner. I'm I'm a really big proponent of being very selective when you first are nurturing a thought or a dream that, that might change your life, to not just share it with everybody in the world, because some people won't be able to handle the fact that you're going for something bigger in life. Think That's of the people point. who just right, are so enthusiastic. You don't want to be like, you know, I think I want to start my own TV show and have someone go, oh, that's a terrible idea, or why would you want to do that, or no (laughs) one's doing that these days. You want to go to someone who's like, you know what, I believe in you, there may be some challenges, but I'm, I'm behind you. That's who you want to go with, and you probably know instinctively who those people are, but sometimes you just have to write down your list of top five people who I call your A team. And those are the people you share your your thoughts and goals and dreams with. Yeah, because it can be discouraging. I think sometimes people are afraid to follow their own dreams. And so maybe they're projecting their fear onto you. I'm sure you've seen that. Yes, absolutely. And and that can feel devastating. And if you pick it up, sometimes you might make a mistake and share it with someone who's negative. Don't go back to them. Make sure that they go on the list of someone who has other good qualities, but they are not a cheerleader for you. You know, go to the people initially who are who are going to be in your corner and cheer you on. Really important. So it's the physicality. It's the taking the small steps that make you feel empowered, looking around and seeing who you admire and has the confidence that you want and, and notice the qualities and what they do. And then sharing your dreams with people who really support you. And that will feed and build this inner confidence that you're trying to develop. Oh, it sure will. Now, Carol, you're working with clients now. Can people work with you via Skype or is it in person only? I might, I, people can do it via Skype, the coaching. Right now, I'm primarily focusing on coaching. And people can find that information on my website, uh, my private practice. I'm not 
focused on my private practice therapy-wise, but it's, it's all about coaching. And the other thing, Lisa, oh, I know I, I had written to you is that, you know, one of the things that help us helps us get centered so that we can build our confidence is quiet time or reflective time, whether it's formal meditation, whatever it is. And I offer people who come to my website a free meditation. It's five-minute download to reduce stress. So if anybody wants to access that, if they go to my website and join my mailing list, they can get the free download. Oh, that is fantastic. I'm going to be doing that today because I've been looking for just a short and the five minute stress reduction meditation is perfect. And I see that it's set to original music. That's pretty cool. Yes, I really it's it's something I worked with a wonderful music engineer and we got together and we just collaborated really beautifully. Talk about, you know, just like you said about your show, I thought, I want to put this together and it just happened. I mean, I had to put in the effort. But I found the right person and with persistence was able to develop these meditations that are short for busy people. You can do them in the car. You can do them on the train. Nice breathing and music and visualization. And people have really liked it. Oh, I'm sure they have. Well, your website is www.carolward.com. That's Carol with a K. So K-A-R-O-L-W-A-R-D.com. And Carol, was there anything else you'd like to add today before we finish? And I'd love to have you back. I, I just think you're so fabulous. Oh, I would love to come back. There's so much, you know, Mia, there's a lot I want to talk about and share with the world. <laughs> you know, the, the, oh, the, yes. the main thing is I want to say just as this last piece about confidence. And I'm writing a book on confidence, and that's going to be coming out in 2019. Oh, Can you believe it? I want to say oh, to gosh. people, you know, Confidence is something that you can develop. Don't think that confidence is either you're born with it or you're not, because that's not true. Sometimes confidence has to go underground, depending on how you grow up. Grew up, But it is something that can be cultivated. It is something that can be developed. It's your right, and if you take it step by step, you're going to experience your brand of confidence, and that's all that really matters, you. Oh, completely. Well, Carol, this has been wonderful. I'm so glad you came on the show. I want to thank you again. And I just want to thank everybody. If you, yeah, if you enjoy the show, please go rate and review on iTunes. It makes a big difference. And Carol, I still want you to move next door to me. So I'm (laughs) going to say that regardless. (laughs) Stick it to him. And uh, anyway, just teasing. Uh, Well, no, I'm not teasing. I would like to live next door. And people can follow me on Twitter at HealthMediaGal1. You can also follow the show at TalkHealthyTheNumber2Day on Twitter and Snapchat. You can find us on Instagram, TalkHealthyTodayPodcast. And you can find everything at It'sYourHealthWithLisaDavis.com. Thanks for listening and stay well.